If you have your Bibles, you can turn to Genesis chapter 11. Genesis chapter 11. I thought although our crowd was small tonight, the singing was really good. So I uh, thank everyone for singing out tonight. That always helps the song leaders. Genesis chapter 11, beginning of verse 1, says, And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick, and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime had they for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build a city and a tower, whose top may reach unto heaven, and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. Therefore is the name of it called Babel, because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth, and from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. If you know me very well, you know that one of my favorite studies is Christian evidences. And the reason that that is one of my favorite studies is because it literally saved my soul. In my early 20s, I was trying to reconcile what I had been taught growing up in the church with what I had been taught in 13 years of uh, secular school in grade school and junior high and high school. And in several college courses, I was questioning the things that I had been taught growing up in the church. I was struggling and I needed something to pull me back in. And I found that in a class that Brother Bruce Harris taught over at Garden City on Christian Evidences. And it was a light was turned on in my understanding. And over the years, I have continued to study Christian evidences and you know, understanding the, the truths that we find in the Bible long before man ever came to those understandings through science. And recently, one of the things that I've landed on is languages. Because it is logical to think that if we all came from some primordial ooze or from lightning striking salt water and this one cell creature splitting into two and over millions and billions of years finally evolving into an intelligent man, human, that we would all speak the same language. After all, we all came from the same place. And now there might be those out there tonight that are saying, well, Brother Steve, didn't we all come from Adam? Didn't we all come from Noah after the flood? And that's where Genesis chapter 11 comes in. This is shortly after the flood, um, which destroyed the whole world, save the eight souls and then the ark. And if you remember, God told Noah and his family to go forth, be plentiful and multiply, and and 
inhabit the entire earth. And here we see not too long after this utter destruction of the earth that as the earth began to repopulate, they're disobeying God again. And they are deciding that they're going to stay here in the land of Shinar and instead of spreading out and scattering across the earth as God had instructed them to do, they decided that they were going to stay there, build a city, build a tower, and notice their motive for doing that. So that we may let us make a name. They wanted to make a name for themselves. They were leaving God out of these plans. We see God looks down, He sees what's going on, and He confounds their language. And there we see the birth of the languages of the earth. Because then from not being able to understand one another, they scattered to the corners of the earth, speaking the language that they were given there by God and establishing settlements based on that language so that they could understand the people that they were establishing settlements with. Now, man can't explain the languages. I did some research um, recently on, on where man says languages came from. First of all, it's astounding to think that there are over 6,500 Somewhere between 6,500 and 7,000 languages in the world. And it was also interesting as I did the study that the majority of those languages are spoken by less than, I think they said, um, a thousand people. Or maybe it was a little bit more than that. But there's very small populations of people scattered around the earth that have their own language. Man and science has no explanation for that. And if you go researching it, you're gonna you're only gonna confuse yourself. There's all kinds of theories. There's the continuity theory, there's the discontinuity theory, which you know seems exactly opposite. And if you read those two theories, they are exactly opposite. Then you get into some really silly named theories. There's one called the poo-poo theory. There's one called the ding-dong theory. I'm not making this up. Those are actual theories for where the languages of the earth came from. And linguists and people who have studied this subject look at all of those theories and find massive gaping holes in all of those theories. I've used this uh, story before. I was going to work one morning and listening to the radio. It was a secular radio station. And they were telling this news story about how they had found a hip bone in a certain species of whale. So they had theorized that this, this species of whale at some point had evolved into a land creature, decided it didn't like living on land, and evolved back into a, a sea creature. And one of the DJs on the radio said, why don't they just admit there's a God and be done with it? The answers to all of the mysteries that we have in this life are within the pages of this book. We can put our head on our pillow tonight knowing where the earth came from, where the universe came from, where we came from, 
And you can also put your head on your pillow tonight and understand where the languages of the earth came from. Right here in Genesis chapter 11, they came from God. Now, you might be asking why? Why do men resist that so vehemently? Why are they so resistant to the truth that they can find right here in the pages of God's Word? Well, I believe Brother Brad Harib, when he was here, put it best when he said it's so that they don't have to bend a knee in reverence to the one true and living God. Tonight we have no excuse for that. Most of us have heard the Word. Most of us believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Most of us have repented of our sins, confessed His name and been buried in the watery grave of baptism, but there's some here tonight that have not taken that step. And I encourage you tonight to consider that. Consider your, your um, eternal destination. Do you want to put your faith in theories with names like Poo Poo and Ding Dong? Or do you want to put your theory or do you put your faith in this book? that God breathed into men that were inspired by the Holy Spirit to write down what He wanted them to write down. You know, I've thought about that recently too. Because there are people who will say, well, men wrote this. It was men's hand who, who wrote this book. I don't believe that. Oh, sure, it was men who put pen to paper that wrote this book. But it was God, as if God took them in His hand as the pen Himself, as the pens themselves, and wrote the words that we read in this book. I truly believe that. And I'm willing to stake my eternal destiny on the truth that we find in this book. And I hope you are tonight as well. If you've never put your Lord in in baptism, I encourage you, to take that step before it's everlastingly too late. If you were, if you're struggling like I was in my early 20s about how to reconcile what man says and what science says about the Bible, and what we read about in the pages of this book, I encourage you to do some soul searching, to look at what this book has to say for our lives, for our universe, for our for our earth and compare that with the theories, these harebrained theories that men have, came up, have come up with. I encourage you to do that tonight. And if you find your life is amiss, I encourage you as a child of God to also consider your eternal destiny this evening and make your life right with Him. If you're subject to this in any way, come forward now as together we stand and as we sing.